Man, what is up? Appreciate y'all tapping in. Welcome to another episode of the Vance Barnes Pod. I am him. He is me, Glitch in the Matrix, your host, Vance Barnes. Man, first off, I want to say thank you to all the listeners out there. Thank you for being patient with me during the hiatus and allowing me to stay focused during the last couple of weeks. Um, You know, I always mention that we have to keep the main thing the main thing because in our lives when we are striving towards something and that is for us an overarching goal that surrounds our lives and everything that we do within it, you know, without taking care of that first, everything's just out of place, you know. Um, so with that being said, you know, the reason I took this hiatus was because recently I had the biggest interview of my life and up until this point, probably the biggest day of my life last week with my pro day. Now, for you guys that don't know what a pro day is, um, basically, it's a day where potential NFL prospects um, go and they work out, do a series of tests, drills, and then they do their own uh, position-specific drills for NFL scouts and teams. And, you know, obviously, for somebody that's striving to go to the NFL, like, that's, like, one of the most important days in your life because (laughs) really it can either – make or break you like if you have a good day scouts can like you if you have a bad day and that could that could have been your only shot you know what i mean um so you just want to make sure that you go there you do what you need to do you check all the boxes and it's something that you know i've been training for um for the past few months it's a day that like myself and any other nfl prospects the day that we've been dreaming of um our whole lives since we were kids or since we started this dream and you know, to go off that, man, it was it was such an amazing experience, you know. And before I do anything, I want to give a huge, like, shout out to just, like, the guys in my training circle, man. Levi, Spills, Logan, uh, Jag, Tolu, Griff, like, um, and that's just the guys in my immediate training circle. Um, and I also want to give a shout out to the trainers. But, you know, without them, the experience wouldn't have been what it was. And I think just training and being with like a special group of guys over the past few months and growing close and just all having the same vision, the same goal of trying to strive uh, for something greater, man, it made that experience special. Um, you know, as far as the actual pro day itself, and I'm, I'm going to stay on this very quickly because it's not what this pod is about, but I know some of you guys are probably wondering how it went. I, you know, I believe it was a success, you know, with me, I'm sure you guys know who I am. You know, I'm always the person with, you know, with even a good day, you know, I'm always looking for what I could have done better, you know, how maybe I could have prepared differently, what could I have done, you know, a little bit better so that, you know, those things have been on my mind since, yes, but, you know, that's just the perfectionist in me. That's just, you know, me overthinking and just always wanting to, you know, you know, what's the next step? What can I do better? What can I do this? You know? So, you know, it was, it was honestly, it was surreal, you know, almost to be working out in front of, you know, I think 25 NFL teams out of the 32 were there, Um, you know, run fast, jump high, then go run some routes is just what I do every single day. And it's just weird that this time, every route means something this time the the runs, the drills, they, they all mean something, you know, like I said, it's something that I've been doing since I was a kid, but it's just kind of crazy that you look out 
And like in the summer when we run routes with, you know, your quarterback or your teammates, and it's just you guys working hard, chilling, bullshitting around, joking, um, and there's nobody out there. But this time it's like there's hella scouts with clipboards, timers, and they're just like watching your every move. And it's, it was, you know, it was kind of, it was, it was dope. You know, I wasn't like, I really say that the experience, it didn't like, got to the day, it didn't feel like it was the biggest day of my life. Like I was, um, I was so prepared. I was so ready, but the, how smooth the transition was from when I was warming up to when we started, like how just like dope smooth that transition was. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, we're starting. Like, and then from then it just didn't feel like the biggest day of my life. It just felt like another day we're out here working out. And yes, there's NFL scouts watching, but you know, it was, it was super dope. Now, like I said, you know, did, did everything go 100% the way I would have liked it to? Absolutely not. But how often do things go exactly how we plan them? Never. So now just, you know, everything is in God's hands. You know, I'm just praying that, you know, personally, I did enough to get my foot in the door. I believe that I did. And, you know, really, it's like I said, it's just all in God's hands. It's all up to his. He's never failed me. He's never, you know, did me wrong. So I know that his will will be done. And, you know, like I said, it's just, it's all up to him. And once I said it before, once I get my foot in the door, I'm knocking that motherfucker down. That's just how it is. Like once I get my foot in the door, once they let me in the, you know, it's now it's on me. But until then we're back in the lab. We work even harder. And when our number is called, man, we're just ready to go. So like I mentioned, this pod is more so not to talk about the actual day itself or the specifics. Um, it's more to give an insight on the feelings that surrounded it. Because even people that don't know the game of football, even people that don't play sports, you guys can relate to having huge events in your life, huge days in your life, and just everything that surrounds it and how you deal with it. And you know what I mean? You may have a big presentation at work. You may have a huge job interview. You may have a huge opportunity to get that promotion. You know, and we all had these days and there's such like anxiety and stress and pressure that surround it. So to start, you know, the night before I didn't get much sleep. I tried to go to sleep. I, I was like, all right, I'm not even tired at like 10. I know I'm going to go to bed at 11 because I got to wake up at 6, 630. So I try to get, I got in bed at 11. I the last time I saw the clock, like I was rolling around for like two and a half hours. I think 1.30 is when I finally fell asleep. But as you guys know, like on days like that, you don't really go off. You don't really need sleep. You're just running off pure adrenaline and just preparedness. Um, But that's usually how I am before games and before big days. Like I'm nervous a few days in advance. I start getting those butterflies and start feeling anxious to get going. But on the actual day itself... I'm more excited and I'm more ready to go because I just know that I'm prepared. Like I know how much work I've put into it. And so the, you know, I just wake up in dog mode. I'm just ready to go. You know, anxiety, stress, and pressure are real. You know, I talked about how I usually feel like a nervousness and anxiousness leading up to the day, but then, you know, come the day of the event, I'm ready to go. And for you guys out there, you may feel this within your own craft. When you have, you know, like I said, a big day coming up, you feel the pressure. And a lot of us may not know how to deal with this. I, 
I talked recently on the last pod about the world record 60 meter holder and how before breaking the record, he almost pulled out because of his hamstring. And his coach told him, like, basically, like, bro, your, your mind's just playing tricks on you. Your mind's just playing tricks on you because you're so hypersensitive as you get closer to this big moment and your body knows something huge is about to happen. So, like, before this, a couple of days leading up, I get there. Monday, I'm working out. So, the day was on Wednesday. Pro day was on Wednesday. Monday, I'm working out. And all of a sudden, I start feeling, like, my knees, my back feeling a little bit more achy, but it was funny. Cause like, I'm already like, man, I knew this was going to happen. Like I knew this was going to happen. I knew I was something physically on me was going to start acting up. Um, and like I said, it was just my mind trying to play chicks on me, but to get off that something I've never felt before, something I've never experienced before was internal tremors. And if you've never had these before it, it's a hard feeling to explain. But it literally feels like your soul inside of you is like shaking. You know, it's like it feels like you're physically shaking, but you're not. Like, I, like I would be at, for instance, I'd be at the store, and I'd be standing straight, but it felt like I was like shaking inside. But I could see, like, I could physically feel like, oh, I'm not shaking. And I know my body's like at a standstill, but it feels as if. You know, all everything inside of me is like shaking and wants to come out. So I've never felt this before. I find like at first I felt this the night before, and I was just laying in bed on my phone, and I thought like, oh man, maybe I'm just like I've spent like spent way too much screen time. Maybe I just got to get off my phone. So I put my phone down, and I try to go to sleep. Um, and like I said, at first I just didn't I didn't know what it was, and then. It was weird because I started getting them more a couple days after going home. And so when I got home after the pro day and a few days after, like they, it, it seemed to increase almost like I would, I would seem like I couldn't sit down or I couldn't stand up. Like it seemed like I couldn't do anything to where they, they would stop. And so I started to do my research. At this point, I'm like, dang, like what is going on with me? So I started doing my research and I found that they can call these internal, internal, in, sorry, <laughs> internal tremors. And you can get them from anxiety and stress. Now, although, yes, I felt anxiety, I felt that, but it wasn't anything out of the normal, I believed. Like I, I didn't think about the stress I was putting on myself, but this really got me thinking. Now, for me personally, like I'm like, I don't know if anybody else is out there like this, but whenever something happens in today's age, I always go back to like, man, how did people do this before like modern day technology? You know, so I always think about like, man, how did like we have all this technology to work out now in fitness gyms and all this stuff? Like, how did people like in the 60s, you know what I mean? Like, how did people even like before in like the 1800s, like, how did these people work out? How do these people do all these things? How do people communicate like this? Like we have cell phones and, you know, we have a great mailing system now. Like how do people do all this? Like I'm the king of like thinking about how was the world before technology? So my first thought was, damn, I'm definitely not the first person to experience these. But I wonder like, because me, I could just, I can experience it and I can Google it. Like I can Google like, oh, what is this? What is this feeling? Oh, internal tremors. All right, bet. Nothing to worry about. But like back then, these people couldn't like Google it 
So I was thinking like, man, if I was like, if this was before technology, like I would have literally thought I was going crazy, you know? And this got me thinking about, especially as dreamers, and especially as people who put so much pressure on ourselves to attain like our goals and our aspirations that sometimes we brush off the anxiety or stress that comes with that. So I want to say as dreamers and those who strive to, you know, change the world, strive to accomplish big things, like we not only have to maintain and take care of ourselves, we have to be aware of when to maybe tone it down a bit, because, you know, ultimately, we can't change the world if we're dead. <clears throat> and that's the truth. You know, I always talk about embracing anxiety and attacking problems head on. And this is true. But at the end of the day, like we're human and our mental and physical health is what keeps us going. And we have to just be in tune with that, just as we are in tune with our dreams and our aspirations and what we want to accomplish that day. We have to be in tune with how our body feels and how our mind feels that day. So don't be afraid to modify things on your journey for a few days to make sure that you're taking care of your health. For me, this was hard because I'm like, man, I feel fine. Like besides these tremors, like I feel like I want to get right back to work. I need to do this. But after talking to like friends and stuff, I realized I'm like, man, like I didn't truly realize how much stress and pressure this day was putting on my body. And it sucks because I'm like, you know, this won't be the last, you know, biggest day of my life. Just like for anybody else, like you will have a big day in your life. And then eventually on your journey, you're going to have another big day. And I got to think, I'm like, man, how come like I've, I ran in some of the biggest track meets in America. I've, you know, had football games my whole life. How come? I've never experienced this before, but on this day, like all of a sudden it starts to come. And, you know, my guy Roy told me, he was like, man, maybe it's just because, you know, you're so much more invested into this than you have been anything else. And he was right. Like I've never, there's nothing in my life that I wanted more personally than to make it to the NFL. And I knew that this might be my only shot. It was such a big day that I had like, I think I had mentally had this barrier and that I was such in go mode. I was such in like, oh, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna grind, we're gonna get through it. And I was so locked in and it literally felt like that. It literally felt like, like I said, it felt like, like the insides of my body were trying to like shake and they were trying to like, it felt like my soul was trying to come outside of my body. And it was like a, it's like a metaphor for like, I had built all this up, but mentally I had locked it. I had blocked it out. I had built it up, but I had blocked it out. And I wasn't even aware of it because I was so locked into the goal that come after it. And I finally had time to like relax, I guess you can say that it started to like come out. And that's where I feel like my body was just starting to shake. And I was just like, man, this is like, and it's a super uncomfortable feeling if you've never had it. Um, luckily, it stopped. You know, we're, as I record this, I'm a week out and it stopped, you know, this past weekend. But, you know, at first, like I said, it got me thinking, man, it just really got me like, because we're so locked in 
and we're so, you know, focused on our dreams and our goals that sometimes we're just not aware of like other things in our lives that are going on. And I had blocked this out and I wasn't even like, I had no idea that the anxiety and stress was anything different because I was so locked in, but maybe from the, somebody I'm looking on the outside or clearly after the day had happened, I had felt like, man, maybe I was like, I was way more stressed out than I thought I was, or I was, I was way more anxious than I had ever, I had ever been. And I didn't even know it. So to the dreamers, man, like, we got to be able to take care of ourselves first. Yeah, like this life and what we want to do in it is so important. But living and having a healthy physical and having a healthy mental is so much more important. You know, I was recently listening to Kevin Hart talk. and He talked about how, you know, before he got in this huge car accident and the doctor said like, yeah, man, like, you're lucky you're in good shape because if your core wasn't so good, like you would have died and, or you'd have been paralyzed. And Kevin Hart is like, that day changed my life because before that I was always like, go, 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 go. And he talked about how he was married to the game. He was married to his career and he was dating his family. And I was like, man, that's powerful. But it was something that he said he didn't even realize until after he didn't realize it until after the fact and he talked about how he was in the hospital and he's just thinking about like everything he needs to do and how he wants to get back um but then the moment he was able to leave the hospital and his he said, talked about this like literally the moment his foot touched the pavement of his driveway in his home he just had a breakdown and ever since that day like his life has been changed because he he talked about how he didn't even know all this stuff that was going on. Like he, he finally realized the magnitude of what could have just happened. And he said, ever since then, like he's realized that his career is important. Yes. And he's still keeping that, that grind mentality that I'm hustling mentality, but he puts it into perspective now that things like my family are way more important than that. So I say that to say like, if you're listening to this pod, you obviously want to do something great with your life and you obviously are striving and there will be days where you just block everything else out. And I can definitely tell you there has been plenty of days. I'm like, and like where you have stress, you have anxiety, you have other issues in your life that are going on. And you just literally like, man, fuck that. Like, I'm not, I'm not thinking about that. And you block it out and you suppress it and you put it deep inside and you just keep going. I talked about in the Will Smith book that he talked about his mentality of like, oh, you had a bad day, go go stack a brick. Oh, you had a, oh, your wife's mad at you, go stack a brick. You're struggling in this relationship over here, go stack a brick. And he's talked about how every problem he had in his life, he would, he would deal with it by just putting in more work in his career, and that was his, that was his way of doing things. And to me, that's how I kind of looked at this, because like. As dreamers, we're, we just suppress things and we put everything to the side and we just have our, our tunnel vision on of our goals, of our, of what we want to accomplish in life. <laughs> but in that tunnel vision, sometimes things can get shaky. Sometimes like, like for my example, you can like not even be aware that your mental is going in a different direction 
And then afterwards, you're like, yo, what is what is going on with me? Now, luckily, I wasn't too, I was at first, I was like, man, what is this? Like, why is my body shaking? Is this an early onset of like, like Alzheimer? Like, that's how, that's how it literally felt. Like, I didn't know what it was. And after I did my research, I was like, okay, like, I was just a little bit too stressed out, a little bit too anxious. And I've been thinking about how can I deal with it next time? Because like I mentioned, that's not going to be the last time I have a big day in my life. It's not going to be the last goal I set for myself. So how do I deal with it? And it was so funny because I talked about in this pod before, I believe that the reason I think I had so much success this year on the football field my last year is because I finally realized that on game day, I had nothing to worry about because I had put in all the work. I was so prepared that whatever happens, happens. And in, you know, in my craft, it's like, hey, either you're going to go out there and you're going to make a good play or you're not going to make a good play. And But 90% of the time you are going to make that good play because you've put in so much work. So therefore you have nothing like why is what is there to worry about? Worrying is only going to deteriorate um, what you do. and It's only going to hold you back. It's just like in the business world, like, are you, you know, you don't have to worry about closing a deal on this house because you've already put in the work, you've already put in the, the time and the effort and you know exactly everything about this house that when somebody asks you about it, you can answer every single question and you know eventually you're going to get it done. So what is there to worry about? And I think that I had so much success because of that mindset and I finally figured it out after 24 years of life. And on this day in particular, with the pro day, I had told myself that no matter what happens, like I'm gonna be proud of myself that we like we we made it this far because I've learned how to celebrate even the smallest of accomplishments. Even just getting to this day when there were days where I didn't even think this was gonna be possible, when there was moments not only a year or two ago where I was like, man, I'm never gonna get here. And then finally getting here, like that's something to be proud of, yes. And I told myself that no matter what happens, I'll be proud of myself and that it's in God's hands. And it's so much easier said than done because, like I said, I think more of the stress and anxiety was afterwards of me thinking about what I could have done better, how I could have done this. And hindsight is always 2020. Hindsight is always 2020. We're always going to be able to look back and be like, oh, I could have done this better or everybody could look back at other people's situations and be like, Oh man, like he should have done this. Like for instance, the Will Smith situation, we're going to talk about that for a second. Everybody wants to have an opinion on that. Everybody wants to say, Oh, he shouldn't have done like, yes. Okay. He shouldn't have done it. We, we all understand like he was in the wrong for going up there and smacking that man like that. But it was easier said than done when everybody can look back at the situation and be like, he shouldn't have done this. Well, yeah, we can say that, but in the moment, how would you know if you're the one of the biggest actors in the world and you and your wife have been the butt of jokes for years on social media about your open relationship and this and that, and all of a sudden you just snap? It's easier said than done for somebody to be like, nah, bro, just like yell at him from the from the audience and keep it pushing. You ain't got to go out there and slap him. It's easier, like, that's easy to say. And I'm not saying, like, obviously he was wrong in that situation. But I don't like he's a man at the end of the day, although he may be the biggest actor in the world. And like I said, 
as dreamers, we hold ourselves to higher standards. So yes, we always have to be holding ourselves accountable and holding ourselves to a higher standard. And we can't do certain things that other people can do. But at the end of the day, like he's a human. At the end of the day, we are just men and we are women and we make mistakes. And that's why I'm not going to fault him for that. And my whole thing was just like, you know, Chris Rock had every, he had every out, like every right to make that joke. You can't be like, you can't control how somebody reacts. And although his reaction wasn't the best option, like he's a human at the end of the day. So going back on what I meant is, you know, we are human. Like it's easier said than done saying like, oh, I'll be okay. Like looking back and being like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. And I'm a person like me personally, I miss, I felt like I missed out on so many things in my, like, of my dreams, like from, from 16 to 22, I felt like I had missed out on a chunk of my life. I had a dream of going playing division one football. I had a dream of, you know, doing this in my life and doing that in my life. And, uh, you know, being a national champion in track. And I felt like I missed out and I felt like when my track career ended and when I got to Northern, I look back and I'm like, man, I could have done this better. I could have done that. And I made a, a pack with myself that I will never feel like that again. That I, I will always be two steps ahead and I'll always gain the knowledge that I need so that I don't have to look back and be like, oh, I wish I would have done this. Now, that's just not reasonable. That's just not realistic because we're always going to, I'm always going to, nobody's perfect. So I can't expect myself to be perfect. And as dreamers, we shouldn't expect ourselves to be perfect. It's okay to push ourselves and be mad and be like, oh, I could have done this. I could have done that. That is perfectly okay because that's what makes us us. That's what makes us, you know, special and unique to the world. But we also have to realize that, like, man, we're human. And we're going to make mistakes and we're going to do this. But we have to be able to take care of our mental and take care of our everything around us first because like i said earlier like we want to change the world we're going to change the world we're going to manifest it we're going to change the world but we can't do it if we're dead and that's just a simple fact you know ending on that it was super dope to be able to live out that day um you know it was a day like i said i dreamed of my whole life but in the end it wasn't my end goal you know, making it to that day wasn't my dream. It wasn't my end goal. So just like in anything in life, we get back in the lab, we reevaluate, we assess the current state of where things were at this point, where we are in the, the, at this point in the path of the dream, and we move ahead accordingly. You know, on that path is this podcast. And I told myself that after my pro day, I would start to take the next steps into taking this podcast to the next level. So with that being said, I cannot wait to put more effort into this pod, give you guys more content, some more amazing things to put out for you guys in the near future. Man, I am him. He is me, Glitch in the Matrix, your host, Vance Barnes. Appreciate y'all tapping in. Until next time, peace.